Hello and welcome to Queenstown Property Chats. I'm your host, Maria Rosa, and every week I'll be bringing you fresh and current insights into the Queenstown property market so you can stay informed by the best local experts. everyone I'm so excited to play you this conversation I had with Cara Light today um, she gave really good tips for first home buyers out there and advice so if anybody's out there thinking about buying their first home or is currently on that journey this is a really good one to listen to today hope you enjoy Cara, thank you for coming on Queenstown Property Chats today. Um, it's really nice to have you on and to talk and give some advice for first home buyers. Um, do you want to start off by just telling us a little bit about yourself and you know the company that you work for? Yes, thank you. My name's Cara Light and I'm a mortgage advisor here with Loan Market. I've been in lending for probably over 20 years. I worked mainly for a main bank for a very long time, mm. um, for 18 years. And in the bank, I worked in various different areas, but always covered lending. So from the branch level to the mobile mortgage manager team to, um, to private banking, where we also covered off um, investments. So we worked for the sort of the high net worth clients, but we did a lot of lending for them as well. Mm. So a whole range of different clients I've worked with over the years. Yeah. And I came to work for Loan Market because I really liked lending and I wanted to just basically specialise in that. Coming out of a bank where I was actually um, a manager in the end, I wanted to just help customers, help clients get into their first homes or investments and I really liked that. Um, helping them with their lending and that customer interaction. And it's lovely being part of the process, especially when it comes to houses as well, and being part of that journey for people, for sure. Yeah. So what advice and how would you explain the process and tips would you have for people that are starting out um, on that journey? This is their first home. What would you say to them? Mm. So it's really great if they do start the process, and we have a lot of clients that just want to know where they're at, and I think that's really common. Yeah that they just want to know where they're at um, with the process. They have no idea, um, like everyone starting out. Mm -hmm. So we get them to complete um, what we call a fact find with us. But basically we get them to come and see us, shows their full statement of position. So what I look at is firstly what deposit do they have. What deposit they have um, can be made up from savings, um, term deposits, their KiwiSaver, mm. um, it could be a gift from family as well. Yeah. So that makes up the deposit. And once I know the deposit amount, then I know what we can help them on the lending side. Okay. So you don't always have to have the house in mind that you want. You can just come to you and sort of see what your options could be when you start looking as well. Absolutely. They don't have to have a house in mind. Sometimes it's good if they've got a bit of reality around what the market's like, what they could afford, if they're happy to go really entry level Mm. um, or they're dreaming of the perfect home, which might be a bit more unrealistic for first home buyers. So if I'm a first home buyer, then I've got my deposit and um, it's roughly, you know, between five to 10 percent of, you know, the average value of a property in Queenstown, for example. What would your next steps with me be? Would it matter where I got that deposit from or how I saved to get that deposit? Do you take those things into account? Sometimes we 
do need to take those into yeah. account and other times we don't. Okay. So it depends on which loan we're going for with mm. which bank um, where that money's coming from. So for first home buyers, if we can use the first home loan scheme. Okay, what's that? So that's a government scheme under Kainga Ora mm-hmm. um, who basically backs the bank that provides it um, because they can come in with a low deposit. So what's mm. amazing about that is they can have as little as 5% deposit. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so that's the first step to even say 5% deposit. Right. So some banks would want you to have proven that you've got that 5% saved yourself. Okay. And the rest can be a gift or okay. yeah. come from wherever. Um, but under the first home loan scheme, it can be a gift, the full 5%. But most people do have some savings. They have KiwiSaver savings. Um, and so this first-time loan, with a minimum of 5% deposit, can help get you in your first home. There is some criteria around it. Yeah. So the main criteria is that um, income. So for a couple... For the last 12 months, you've earned 150000 or less. Okay, and joint together. Joint together. Okay. For a single person, 95000 okay. or less. And that's based on the last 12 months, not what you're currently earning. Okay, so you have to show that. You... So you show from your My IRD your last 12 months of earnings. And are the banks and the lendings, are they looking at how much money from what you've earned that you've saved and where that money's gone? Like if you've got credit cards, if you could just be spending it all the time, do they take in those sort of habits? So once we look at deposit, then we look at what they can afford to borrow. Yeah. And so that's a little bit more involved. It looks at all your monthly expenses. Okay. So it's basically we take your income, less any liabilities. Mm-hmm. So under liabilities, what um, we look at is credit cards, and we take a percentage of the limit. Okay. So a, a lot of people might just cancel their credit cards because okay. that will enable them to borrow more. And that needs to be done really like a year or six months in advance then for what the banks are going to look at? Or? Um, no, it does, and it okay. can be done as a condition of the loan even. Okay. So we might be able to get them in, as enough money that they need that they don't actually need to cancel the credit card, okay. or they may just reduce the limit. Yeah. So we can assess that if it needs to be done or not. That's amazing. And if you're self-employed, is that that's obviously different criteria than if you were um, obviously in full-time employment and stuff like that. Is that usually graded as harsher um, than if you were in full-time um, employment? No, it's it's assessed exactly the same. Yeah. The only difference is how you prove your income. Okay. So with an employment, it's easy. You've got your last three pay yeah. slips. You've got your employment contract. Mm-hmm. With self-employed, they like to see. Ideally, two years, but yeah. could be one year, and even from six months. So they want to see consistent trading. Ideally, you'll have a full set of financial accounts. Okay. So that's at least one year. Yeah. We've got a bit of um, leeway, but ideally. So sometimes that holds people up. They need to wait for their financial accounts to be done. Of course. That also takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, just are there any sort of common issues that do trip up those first home buyers that people maybe don't think of in advance? Um, when they're getting ready for their application? I think there's not any too many common issues, mm-hmm. but I think people need to think about um, taking out personal loans for cars, car okay. finance. Yeah. 
And, you know, I see a lot of people come in for their, you know, first home, but they've got a $30,000 car. So it's like, okay, you haven't really been thinking about yeah. saving every last penny. Getting maybe, you know, maybe you could buy a cheaper car. Mm. Not many people want to sell that <laughs> dream car once they've got it uh, and, you know, to use that towards a deposit. Yeah. Um, so probably just think about your finances, not get into any personal debt, um, after pay, maybe trip people up, lay by, all those things that you can get, but they're easy fix. Yeah. They're not too major. But I think a big car loan, that does really hold it up. Yeah. And if people have student loans as well, um, that also affects how much you can afford to borrow Okay, because a percentage gets taken out of their pay mm-hmm. and therefore there's less income to use to service the debt. And at what point do you advise people to come and see speak to you or see an advisor I think as soon as they start thinking about they might you know they're actually ready to commit to buying a house and settling down yeah come and see where they're at because they could be closer than they think okay that's good yeah and just as we finish things off any last tips or final advice for everybody out there looking to buy their first home um I would just say um keep savings always good Keep your discretionary spending down because that will just increase your savings. Mm-hmm. Um, don't take take out car loans and <laughs> buy your dream car unless yeah. that's more important to you than uh-huh. buying a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. It's been amazing having you on today. Thank you. You're welcome. <gasps> so I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did and got a lot of information and advice through that. Um, Cara's information is in the notes section so if anyone wanted to get out and get any more um, information from her they can thank you everyone for listening don't forget to like and subscribe and I will see you next time